I'm Julie Hyde, and I believe you can't be a leader of others until you are a leader of self. It all starts with leading you. So if you are ready to be the best leader that you can be, you're in the right place. I'll be chatting to a diverse range of leaders who will spill the beans on their leadership, how they changed the game, insights into their mindset, and how they built the courage and resilience to be a modern leader with impact. Let's get into it. With me is the beautiful Catherine Elliott, who is now one of Australia's leading binge drinking and alcohol coaches in Australia. And in 2020, at the age of 48, she left her former career in PR and media to set up her business, The Alcohol Mindset Coach. And that's exactly what we're going to be diving in today. So welcome, Kat. Thank you, Julie. It's so beautiful to be here with you again on the podcast. I'm looking forward to our discussion. Me too. And it's nearly a year since I had you on last time. So October must be our month. Wow. Is it a year? I feel like this year has really gone very quickly, actually. It has, definitely. So we're going to be chatting about your career change in your 40s. So I'd love to understand what inspired you to make your career change. Yeah, so I guess it was a couple of major things for me. One was, I guess, at the age of 47, I really decided to reassess my own relationship with alcohol and make some changes. It had been something that had been worrying me for a while, it didn't feel like it aligned with my values. And so I stopped drinking for an extended period of time in July 2019. And then six weeks later, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And that really became an experience for me that led me to question so much in my life. And one of those things was my career and my purpose, why I was here, what I was here for, how satisfied had I been with my career up to date and was there something new that I could use this lived experience of changing my drinking and then going through breast cancer and it was sort of in that cauldron of experience that I decided that I wanted a change of career. I'd been working in media and PR for 25 years. It was a career that I'd enjoyed, but I had never felt like I was really connected in a purposeful, passionate way. It was more of, yes, I was pretty good at it, but I always knew that there was something more out there for me. I guess I looked at my own relationship with alcohol and I thought, hmm, I would love to be able to support others looking to change their drinking who don't really identify as rock bottom or daily dependent drinkers, but more professionals who knew they had a problem but didn't really know where to turn. So I I looked to study as an alcohol coach and thought this is an area I could see was really starting to break through in countries like the UK and America. And I thought, why not? There are many skills from my previous career that I can bring into this work. And of course, the most important experience I had was lived. 
lived experience and also that desire to be vulnerable and share that experience in connecting with others. And so alcohol coaching became my second career in my late 40s. Unreal. So it was your diagnosis that was the catalyst to get you thinking about, is this right for me in terms of your um, PR career? Which, you know, we've talked about your breast cancer and I'm again, you never want to go through these things, but as you've seen, there's always a gift somewhere <laughs> when you go through something as traumatic as that. Did you start the alcohol mindset coach while you were still working? Like, did you go back to PR after your recovery from breast cancer? No, I didn't. I stopped working. I took an extended period of leave in November 2019 whilst I was in kind of the throes of really intensive chemotherapy and I never went back to that role and I guess it just started to unfold the following year in 2020 when I was still going through treatment. I started to think about, you know, my future and what I wanted my career to look like and I guess I was also then starting to process not only my breast cancer diagnosis and also what does my life mean, but I'd also started to process the role that alcohol had played in my life up until the point where I decided that I no longer wanted to drink. And I started to see a real gap in the market here in Australia for someone like me who could be looking for support but couldn't really find the support that they were after, you know, didn't really resonate with AA or rehab or even drug and alcohol counsellors, you know. It was actually about promoting a coaching service with someone who was looking for support. And so that for me was exciting. I thought I I really think this is an area that's growing you could see that the alcohol-free drinks market was growing, that there were people who were starting to talk a lot more about the role of alcohol in Australian culture and, you know, the rise, I guess, of this kind of sober curious movement all across the world, which isn't necessarily people quitting drinking, but people starting to question the role that alcohol plays in their lifestyle and, and that they make choices to drink less or not drink at all sometimes because that's the best decision for them at that point in time. Again, the Alcohol Mindset Coach was a business that I set up after I decided to do my study in alcohol coaching. I did a, a six-month sort of intensive, specific and specialised alcohol coaching certification and then launched my business. I was very lucky to sort of have a couple of foundational clients that came on reasonably quickly and you know, it's hard to believe sort of two and a bit years later now that, you know, this business is, has grown and is really, I think, only going to continue to grow because there is definitely a niche here and there's definitely a market for this type of service. Yeah, I love that. I love it when a, a gap in the market it is identified. And you said before that you had obviously lived experience with this, but also you brought skills from your PR experience. 
lot of people I speak with who are looking to transition feel like they can't take the skills that they used to use in their previous career into starting their own business, which is, I don't believe, is true. So what skills did you bring with you into your business that were really helpful for you starting a new business? Yeah, so I guess the skills that I brought in were, you know, communication and writing skills, research skills, the ability to liaise with and communicate to media and know what, I guess, a good story was. I also had great contacts in branding, in logo design and those sorts of things that helped me. And I think in a way I always felt that my best form of communication was through the spoken word. That was really where my sweet spot was. I did a lot of writing in my previous career, but I actually don't think that that is where my my talent really lies. My talent really lies in me sharing personally and vulnerably my own experience and being able to share that helps other people to see themselves in my story. So I had to be prepared to do that. I mean, there's one thing to share your story in conversation with, you know, some close friends and family, but when you start to speak in media and on podcasts and writing in articles that are seen by a lot of people, there is a sense of, oh, my gosh, who's going to be reading this what are they going to be thinking of me? And I guess I had to just step outside of all of that for the greater good of what I was doing and think as long as I'm sure of my story and where I'm at now, it actually doesn't matter what other people think because we all make up our own stories around what we think about other people, but we actually don't really know. And so I think having the confidence after going through breast cancer as well was really important for me. I just thought, you know what, life's too short. It doesn't matter. I'm proud of who I am. I'm proud of the stories that I've lived through and gone through in my life. And if I can share those and someone can benefit from them and I can build a business that actually helps and supports people to look at and change their relationship with alcohol and live a better life, then yeah, it was all worth it. And it it really has been. Yeah, that's awesome. It's interesting what you said before, you know, really sharing your story with vulnerability, which you do really well, which enables people to connect with you. But I suppose, you know, you've transitioned from the person behind the scenes to now like right in front of it, front and centre. So in your transition, what do you think was the biggest challenge for you to overcome? I think the biggest challenge is actually getting clients and knowing where they're going to come from. And that comes from from confidence. It comes from trust. It comes from putting yourself out there. And I'm really proud of the fact that I've continued to look at many different avenues and channels that feel true and authentic to the person that I am to attract clients in. And I think that's such an important thing when you're in a business like this. It's about continuing to put yourself into situations that feel, as I said, authentic because sometimes in this caper you can put yourself into situations that don't feel authentic. And I made a couple of mistakes. I invested a lot of money in like a sales funnels course, content creation course, 
And it was through no fault of the person who ran that course, but I did it because I thought I should and it was something that other coaches were doing. But once I sat there, I realised this isn't who I am, this isn't what I want to be doing. So I started to really tap into energetically who am I as a person, what actually is energy gaining for me and where can I put my resources into to attracting clients. And so for me it was this, this podcast interviewing and doing media interviews and doing some social media but it wasn't around all that sort of sales and marketing funnel side of things. For me it was like that's not where I want to be. Yeah, I love that. And it's I think that's a huge lesson for people, not only those who have started their own business, but when the comparison steps in and drives decisions, that's never a great thing because comparison really clouds your connection to who you are because you're driven by what other people are doing. And I've been so guilty of that as well throughout my journey, you know, in corporate and also in my own business. It's like, oh, well, other people are investing in, you know, might be social media (laughs) stuff or I should be doing more videos or I should be, as we were talking about before, dancing around on Instagram. And it's like, that is not who I am. When I try to do that, it's just not authentic to me and I don't feel good doing it. So I think that message that you shared is incredibly important that you need to stay connected to who you are and stay anchored to that and just operate true to your values and in line with the direction that you're going, like to, you know, to stay in your lane, to swim your own race. Yeah, I love that, Julie. It's so true. And I think that's a really important part of what I do now in my business is I I really try and ground into that. What do I stand for? What am I trying to do here? It's helped me develop my business in, in a way that I feel really proud of. I, I have my one-on-one clients. I do some group coaching in an American program and now I'm branching out into doing you know, webinars and workshops and presentations with corporates and in employee wellness programs, which I think is such an important area of growth and where I see I can have a lot of influence because in corporate Australia, there's still very much a, an excessive drinking culture And I'm just trying to open up the conversation now around being more inclusive of different drinking choices and also being a little bit more creative around how you celebrate and the things that you do to acknowledge celebrations, you know, end of year parties, all of these sorts of things that don't have to be so centred and focused on lots of drinking. Yeah, 100%. Now, I'm not sure if it, this is your experience, but when I jumped out of corporate into my own business, it was like a direct transition. I had built up a little side hustle. But when I jumped into my own business, I was felt really lonely because I was so used to having a team around me, leading a team, and also <laughs> having someone that I can pick up the phone to to say, hey, my computer's not working, or can you please do an Excel spreadsheet? 
for me. When I first started, I didn't necessarily have the cash flow to invest in people doing that for me. So was there a particular network or resources that you turned to that really helped you and supported you when you started your business? Yeah, this is such a great question. And I think it's one that is super important when you're working on your own. It can feel quite lonely. I feel so lucky that I had this fabulous Australian and international alcohol coaches network, both through this Naked Mind and through the study that I'd done. And so they were incredible support to me because we're at the same phase. We're all launching our businesses and we were there to sort of coach and support each other. And I don't think I would have been able to do it without them. They supported me, gave me advice. They were able to coach me through some of my limiting beliefs around things. I mean, it's amazing when you've got a whole set of coaches there who you can lean on. And I was able to do that for others as well. So that was really fabulous for me. And even just recently, I was really lucky to win a mentorship with a group called Chief Metachicks that an old work colleague of mine, Nikki Scriven, had set up. And I was able to have some fabulous mentoring and coaching through some wonderful women. And that's been unbelievable for me because it's enabled me to see new areas of growth for my business, but also it's enabled me to network in a way that I didn't really appreciate before through women recommending, referring and doing it in a way that, again, feels really authentic and it's through trust in other people's relationships and that they're prepared to share those with you and I think that's such an honour and I, I've managed to do really well in getting some new business through some of these connections and so I'm very grateful to that. I think it's so important to continue to invest in your own professional growth and personal growth and I very much make sure that I do that. Absolutely. It's so important to surround yourself with people who are on the similar journey to you, who have that mindset that A, will support you, but also they understand what you're going through. But equally important to have those people around you who are going to lift you up and champion you as well, that you can learn from, as you say, you know, some reciprocal business that comes as a result of that. So I think once I found a connection with people who, you know, were on the same journey, who had a small business and understood the challenges and, you know, I could learn from them, that's when I started to feel less alone. So, yeah, totally agree with you there. So, Kath, what would be your message to people in their 40s who are wanting to transition away from what they know into something that they ideally would love to do? Just do it. Jump into the fear and discomfort of it all. At this point in time in our lives, we do have so much experience and wisdom and knowledge through our life. And I feel like it is the perfect time to have another career 
particularly if it's one that's driven by passion, purpose, desire, and you really feel that you're inspired by something greater than yourself. And, you know, I think you're always going to feel frightened and scared, but that's actually what helps drive you. And it's unexpected what's out there sometimes. You just got to take the first step and guide yourself through and then who knows what comes after that. But I would say just do it. For me, it's it's been an amazing ride so far and I think there's always an opportunity, doesn't matter how old you are, to start another career now. We have, you know, technology. I mean, I have clients all over the world now, which is so incredible. It's There's a global marketplace out there. We can do so much online and we also, if we're working in an area that we feel passionate and engaged in, it keeps us healthier and happier for longer as well. What a great note to finish on. Thank you, Kath. And like you said before, life is too short. So thank you for joining me again on the Leading You podcast and for sharing your wisdom, you beautiful soul. I am sure that people will have got a lot of benefit from your episode today. So thanks, Kath. Thanks, Julie. Always beautiful to spend time in your presence. 